welcome to morning prayer. Please join me in the first verse of hymn 581. Go forward, Christian soldier, beneath his banner true. The Lord himself, thy leader, shall all thy foes subdue. His love foretells thy trials, he knows thy lovely need. He can with bread of heaven thy fainting spirit feed. The order for morning prayer daily throughout the year is found beginning on page one of the Book of Common Prayer. To the Lord our God belong mercies and forgivenesses, though we have rebelled against him. Neither have we obeyed the voice of the Lord our God to walk in his laws which he set before us. Dearly beloved brethren, the scripture moveth us in sundry places to acknowledge and confess our manifold sins and wickedness, and that we should not dissemble nor cloak them before the face of Almighty God our Heavenly Father but confess them with an humble, lowly, penitent, and obedient heart, to the end that we may obtain forgiveness of the same by his infinite goodness and mercy. And although we ought at all times humbly to acknowledge our sins before God, it ought we most chiefly so to do, when we assemble and meet together to render thanks for the great benefits that we have received at his hands, to set forth his most worthy praise, to hear his most holy word, and to ask those things which are requisite and necessary, as well for the body as the soul. Wherefore I pray and beseech you, as many as are here present, to accompany me with a pure heart and humble voice, under the throne of the heavenly grace, saying after me. Almighty and most merciful Father, we have erred and strayed from thy ways like lost sheep, we have followed too much the devices and desires of our own hearts. We have offended against thy holy laws. We have left and done those things which we ought to have done, and we have done those things which we ought not to have done, and there is no health in us. But thou, O Lord, have mercy upon us, miserable offenders. Spare thou those, O God, who confess their faults. Restore thou those who are penitent according to thy promises declared unto mankind in Christ Jesus our Lord, and grant a most merciful Father for his sake, that we may hereafter live a godly, righteous, and sober life, to the glory of thy holy name. Amen. Almighty God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who desireth not the death of a sinner, but rather that he may turn from his wickedness and live, and hath given power and commandment to his ministers to declare and pronounce to his people, being penitent, the absolution and remission of their sins. He pardoneth, and absolveth all those who truly repent and unfeignedly believe his holy gospel. Wherefore, let us beseech him to grant us true repentance and his holy spirit, that those things may please him which we do at this present, and that the rest of our life hereafter may be pure and holy, so that at the last we may come to his eternal joy. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. 
Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen. O Lord, open thou our lips, and our mouths shall shout forth thy praise. O God, make speed to save us. O Lord, make haste to our parts. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. The Venite. O come, let us sing unto the Lord. Let us heartily rejoice in the strength of our salvation. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving, and show ourselves glad in him with psalms. For the Lord is a great God and a great king above all gods. In his hand are all the corners of the earth, and the strength of the hills is his also. Thus he is his, and he made it, and his hands prepared the dry land. Oh, come, let us worship and fall down, and kneel before the Lord our Maker, for he is the Lord our God, and we are the people of his pasture, and the sheep of his hand. Today, if you will hear his voice, harden not your hearts, as in the provocation, and as in the day of temptation in the wilderness. When your fathers tempted me, proved me, and saw my works. Forty years long was I grieving with this generation, and said, it is a people that do burn in their hearts, for they have not known my ways, under whom I swear in my wrath, that they should not enter into my rest. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Oh,
portion of the Psalter appointed for the morning prayer of the seventh day begins with Psalm 35, found on page 402 of the Book of Common Prayer. We'll say the Psalms in unison. Plead thou my cause, O Lord, with them that strive with me, and fight thou against them that fight against me. Lay hand upon the shield and buckler, and stand up to help me. Bring forth the spear, and stop the way against them that persecute me. Say unto my soul, I am thy salvation. Let them be confounded and put to shame that seek after my soul. Let them be turned back and brought to confusion that imagine mischief for me. Let them be as the dust before the wind, and the angel of the Lord scattering them. Let their way be dark and slippery and let the angel of the Lord persecute them. For they have privily laid their net to destroy me without a cause. Yea, even without a cause have they made a pit for my soul. Let a sudden destruction come upon him unawares, and his net that he hath laid privily catch himself, that he may fall into his own mischief. And my soul be joyful in the Lord. It shall rejoice in his salvation. All my bones shall say, Lord, who is like unto thee, who deliverest the poor from him that is too strong for him? Yea, the poor and him that is in misery from him that spoileth him. False witnesses did rise up. They laid to my charge things that I knew not. They rewarded me evil for good, to the great discomfort of my soul. Nevertheless, when they were sick, I put on sackcloth and humbled my soul with fasting, and my prayer shall turn into mine own bosom. I behaved myself as though it had been my friend or my brother. I went heavily as one that mourneth for his mother. But in mine adversity they rejoiced and gathered themselves together. Yea, the very abjects came together against me unawares, making mouths at me, and cease not. With the flatterers were busy mockers, who gnashed upon me with their teeth. Lord, how long wilt thou look upon this? O oh, deliver my soul from the calamities which they bring on me, and my darling from the lions. So will I give thee thanks in the great congregation. I will praise thee among much people. O oh, let not them that are mine enemies triumph over me ungodly. Neither let them wink with their eyes that hate me without a cause. And why? Their communing is not for peace. But they imagine deceitful words against them that are quiet in the land. They gaped upon me with their mouths and said, Fie on thee, fie on thee, we saw it with our eyes. This thou hast seen, O Lord. Hold not thy tongue then, go not far from me, O Lord. Awake and stand up to judge my quarrel. Avenge thou my cause, my God and my Lord. Judge me, O Lord, my God, according to thy righteousness, and let them not triumph over me. Let them not say in their hearts, There, there, so would we have it. Neither let them say, We have devoured him. Let them be put to confusion and shame together that rejoice at my trouble. Let them be clothed with rebuke and dishonor that boast themselves against me. 
Let them be glad and rejoice that favor my righteous dealing. Yea, let them say always, Blessed be the Lord who hath pleasure in the prosperity of his servant. And as for my tongue, it shall be talking of thy righteousness and of thy praise all the day long. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. My heart showeth me the wickedness of the ungodly, that there is no fear of God before his eyes, for he flattereth himself in his own sight, until his abominable sin be found out. The words of his mouth are unrighteousness and full of deceit. He hath left off to behave himself wisely and to do good. He imagineth mischief upon his bed, and hath set himself in no good way. Neither doth he abhor anything that is evil. Thy mercy, O Lord, reacheth unto the heavens, and thy faithfulness unto the clouds. Thy righteousness standeth like the strong mountains. Thy judgments are like the great deep. Thou, Lord, shalt see both man and beast. How excellent is thy mercy, O God! And the children of men shall put their trust under the shadow of thy wings. They shall be satisfied with the plenteousness of thy house, and thou shalt give them drink of thy pleasures as out of the river. For with thee is the well of life, and in thy light shall we see light. O continue forth thy loving kindness unto them that know thee, and thy righteousness unto them that are true of heart. O let not the foot of pride come against me, and let not the hand of the ungodly cast me down. These are they fallen, all that work wickedness. They are cast down, and shall not be able to stand. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the 27th chapter of the book of Ecclesiasticus, a reading from the Apocrypha. Many have sinned for a small matter, and he that seeketh for abundance will turn his eyes away. As a nail sticketh fast between the joinings of the stones, so doth sin stick close between buying and selling. Unless a man hold himself diligently in the fear of the Lord, his house shall soon be overthrown. As when one sifteth with a sieve, the refuse remaineth, so the filth of man in his talk. The furnace proveth the potter's vessels, so the trial of man is in his reasoning. The fruit declareth if the tree have been dressed, so is the utterance of a conceit in the heart of man. Praise no man before thou hearest him speak, for this is the trial of men. If thou followest righteousness, thou shalt obtain her, and put her on as a glorious long robe. The birds will resort unto their like, so will truth return unto them that practice in her. As the lion lieth in wait for the prey, so sin for them that work iniquity. The discourse of a godly man is always with wisdom, but a fool changeth as the moon. 
If thou be among the indiscreet, observe the time, but be continually among men of understanding. The discourse of fools is irksome, and their sport is the wantonness of sin. The talk of him that sweareth much maketh the hair stand upright, and their brawls make one stop his ears. The strife of the proud is bloodshedding, and their revilings are grievous to the ears. Whoso discovereth secrets loseth his credit, and shall never find friend to his mind. Love thy friend, and be faithful unto him. But if thou bewrayest his secrets, follow no more after him. For as a man hath destroyed his enemy, so hast thou lost the love of thy neighbor. As one that letteth a bird go out of his hand, so hast thou let thy neighbor go, and shalt not get him again. Follow after him no more, for he is too far off. He is as a roe escaped out of the snare. As for a wound, it may be bound up, and after reviling there may be reconcilement. But he that bewrayeth secrets is without hope. He that winketh with the eye worketh evil, and he that knoweth him will depart from him. When thou art present, he will speak sweetly and will admire thy words, but at the last he will writhe his mouth and slander thy sayings. I have hated many things, but nothing like him, for the Lord will hate him. Whoso casteth a stone on high, casteth it on his own head, and a deceitful stroke shall make wounds. Whoso diggeth a pit shall fall therein, and he that setteth a trap shall be taken therein. He that worketh mischief, it shall fall upon him, and he shall not know whence it cometh. Mockery and reproach are from the proud, but vengeance as a lion shall lie in wait for them. They that rejoice at the fall of the righteous shall be taken in the snare, and anguish shall consume them before they die. Malice and wrath, even these are abominations, and the sinful man shall have them both. It rendeth the first lesson. But it am. We praise thee, O God. We acknowledge thee to be the Lord. For the earth doth worship thee, the Father everlasting. To thee all angels cry aloud, the heavens and all the powers therein. To the cherubim and seraphim, continually to cry, Holy, 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 Lord God of Sabaoth, heaven and earth are full of the majesty of thy glory. The glorious company of the apostles praise thee. The goodly fellowship of the prophets praise thee. The noble army of martyrs praise thee. The holy church throughout all the world doth acknowledge thee. The Father of an infinite majesty, thine honorable truth, and only Son, also the Holy Ghost, 
blasphemed Son of the Father, who when thou tookest upon thee to deliver man, thou didst not uphold the virgin's womb, when thou hast overcome the sharpness of death, thou didst open the kingdom of heaven to all believers. Thou sittest at the right hand of God, in the glory of the Father. We believe that thou shalt come to be our judge, who we therefore pray thee, help thy servants, whom thou hast redeemed with thy precious blood. Make them to be numbered with thy saints in glory everlasting. O Lord, save thy people and bless thy heritage. Govern them and lift them up forever. Day by day we magnify thee and we worship thy name ever world without end. Vouchsafe, O Lord, to keep us this day without sin. O Lord, have mercy upon us, have mercy upon us. O Lord, let thy mercy lighten upon us, as our trust is in thee. O Lord, in thee have I trusted, let me never be confounded. Here beginneth the 23rd chapter of the Gospel according to St. Luke. And the whole multitude of them arose and led him unto Pilate. And they began to accuse him, saying, We found this fellow perverting the nation and forbidding to give tribute to Caesar, saying that he himself is Christ, a king. And Pilate asked him, saying, Art thou the king of the Jews? And he answered him and said, Thou sayest it. Then said Pilate to the chief priests and to the people, I find no fault in this man. And they were the more fierce, saying, He stirreth up the people, teaching throughout all Jewry, beginning from Galilee to this place. When Pilate heard of Galilee, he asked whether the man were a Galilean. And as soon as he knew that he belonged unto Herod's jurisdiction, he sent him to Herod, who himself also was at Jerusalem at that time. And when Herod saw Jesus, he was exceeding glad, for he was desirous to see him of a long season, because he had heard many things of him, and he hoped to have seen some miracle done by him. That he questioned him in many words, but he answered him nothing. And the chief priests and scribes stood and vehemently accused him. And Herod with his men of war set him at naught, and mocked him, and arrayed him in a gorgeous robe, and sent him again to Pilate. And the same day Pilate and Herod were made friends together, for before they were at enmity between themselves. And Pilate, when he had called together the chief priests and the rulers and the people, said unto them, 
Ye have brought this man unto me as one that perverteth the people. And behold, I, having examined him before you, have found no fault in this man, touching those things whereof ye accuse him. No, nor yet Herod, for I sent you to him, and lo, nothing worthy of death is done unto him. I will therefore chastise him and release him, for of necessity he must release one unto them at the feast. And they cried out all the once, saying, Away with this man, and release unto us Barabbas, who for a certain sedition made in the city, and for murder was cast into prison. Pilate, therefore, willing to release Jesus, spake again to them. But they cried, saying, Crucify him, crucify him. And he said unto them the third time, Why, what evil hath he done? I have found no cause of death in him. I will, therefore, chastise him and let him go. And they were instant with loud voices, requiring that he might be crucified, and the voices of them and of the chief priests prevailed. And Pilate gave sentence that it should be as they required. And he released unto them him that for sedition and murder was cast into prison, whom they had desired. But he delivered Jesus to their will. And as they led him away, they laid hold upon one Simon, a Cyrenian, coming out of the country, and on him they laid the cross that he might bear it after Jesus. And there followed him a great company of people and of women, which also bewailed and lamented him. But Jesus, turning unto them, said, Daughters of Jerusalem, weep not for me, but weep for yourselves and for your children. For behold, the days are coming in the which they shall say, Blessed are the barren and the wombs that never bear, and the patch which never gave suck. Then shall they begin to say to the mountains, Fall on us, and to the hills cover us. For if they do these things in a green tree, what shall be done in the dry? And there were also two other malefactors led with him to be put to death. And when they were come to the place which is called Calvary, there they crucified him, and the malefactors, one on the right hand and the other on the left. Then said Jesus, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. And they parted his raiment and cast lots. And the people stood beholding, and the rulers also with them derided him, saying, He saved others, let him save himself, if he be Christ, the chosen of God. And the soldiers also mocked him, coming to him and offering him vinegar, and saying, If thou be the king of the Jews, save thyself. And a superscription also was written over him in letters of Greek, and Latin and Hebrew. This is the king of the Jews. And one of the malefactors which were hanged railed on him, saying, If thou be Christ, save thyself and us. But the other answering rebuked him, saying, Dost not thou fear God, seeing thou art in the same condemnation? And we indeed justly, for we receive the due reward of our deeds. But this man hath done nothing amiss. And he said unto Jesus, Lord, remember me when thou comest into thy kingdom. And Jesus said unto him, Verily I say unto thee, Today shalt thou be with me in paradise. And it was about the sixth hour, and there was a darkness over all the earth unto the ninth hour. And the sun was darkened, and the veil of the temple was rent in the midst. And when Jesus had cried with a loud voice, he said, Father, 
Into thy hands I commend my spirit. And having said thus, he gave up the ghost. Now when the centurion saw what was done, he glorified God, saying, Certainly this was a righteous man. And all the people that came together to that sight, beholding the things which were done, smote their breasts and returned. And all his acquaintance and the women that followed him from Galilee stood afar off, beholding these things. And behold, there was a man named Joseph, a counselor, and he was a good man and a just. The same had not consented to the counsel and deed of them. He was of Arimathea, a city of the Jews, who also himself waited for the kingdom of God. This man went unto Pilate and begged the body of Jesus. And he took it down and wrapped it in linen, and laid it in a sepulchre that was hewn in stone, wherein never man before was laid. And that day was the preparation, and the Sabbath drew on. And the women also which came with him from Galilee followed after, and beheld the sepulchre, and how his body was laid. And they returned and prepared spices and ointments, and rested the seventh day according to the commandment. They ran at the second lesson. The Benedictus. Blessed be the Lord God of Israel, for he hath visited and redeemed his people, and hath raised up a mighty salvation for us in the house of his servant David, as he spake by the mouth of his holy prophets, which have been since the world began that we should be saved from our enemies and from the hand of all that hate us to perform the mercy promised to our forefathers and to remember his holy covenant to perform the oath which he swore to our forefather Abraham that he would give us, that we being delivered out of the hand of our enemies, might serve him without fear, in holiness and righteousness before him, all the days of our life. And thou, child, shalt be called the prophet of the highest, for thou shalt go before the face of the Lord to prepare his ways, to give knowledge of salvation unto his people, for the remission of their sins, through the tender mercy of our God, whereby the day spring from an eye of visited us, to give light to them that sit in darkness and in the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory be to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now and ever shall be without and all
believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you, and with thy spirit. Let us pray. Lord, have mercy upon us. Christ, have mercy upon us. Lord, have mercy upon us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us, and grant us thy salvation. O Lord, save them that rule, and mercifully hear us when we call upon thee. Endue thy ministers with righteousness, and make thy chosen people joyful. O Lord, save thy people, and bless thine inheritance. Give peace in our time, O Lord, because there is none other that fighteth for us, but only thou, O God. O God, make clean our hearts within us, and take not thy Holy Spirit from us. God, the 21st Sunday after Trinity. Grant, we beseech thee, merciful Lord, to thy faithful people pardon and peace, that they may be cleansed from all their sins and serve thee with a quiet mind. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. O God, who art the author of peace and lover of concord, in knowledge of whom standeth our eternal life, whose service is perfect freedom, defend us, thy humble servants, and all the salts of our enemies, that we, surely trusting in thy defense, may not fear the power of any adversaries, through the might of Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. O Lord, our Heavenly Father, almighty and everlasting God, who has safely brought us to the beginning of this day, Defend us in the same with thy mighty power, and grant that this day we fall into no sin, neither run into any kind of danger, but that all our doings may be ordered by thy governance to do always what is righteous in thy sight. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with us all evermore. Amen.
absorbing the second verse of hymn 581. Go forward, Christian soldier, fear not the secret foe, for more are the are watching than human eyes can know. Trust only Christ thy captain, cease not to watch and pray. Heed not the treacherous voices that lure thy soul astray.